Welcome to HyperTalks. Uh, my name is Chris. Today I've got uh, with me Carl and Hugo. We got a little team episode and uh, we are recording not in our normal studio. We're out at Stockholm University due to train problems. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're being very flexible today. Uh, it's also a assessment day. So some of the people that are going to be in this episode, uh, uh, Caroline and Nora decided to focus on their, their assessments. And uh, they, they, we wouldn't have been able to be in the same room anyway because of the train problems. Yeah, yeah. This is the only time, the only day this year that I'm taking the train because my bike's in the shop and uh, that's when the train stopped going. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. No, I'm Hugo, we... by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Carl. Yeah. yeah. So today we decided we're going to be talking about the social behaviors in the digital era. Or we're going to try and dig deeper into it. Yeah, before we do that, um, we should check in. Yeah. Um, what are we check in with? How are we feeling today? I'm feeling relaxed. Uh, I uh, had my assessment, which is sort of uh, the exams for, for people in Hyper Island. Uh, I had it yesterday and it went fairly okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased with it. So I, I feel good and relaxed because... I really have no obligations this this uh, for lunch today. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Check in. Typical. <laughs> yeah, I feel awesome as well. I think that this is uh, a huge day for me because it's the first time I'm doing something at Hyper, and I am almost closest to where we are. I'm always uh, when I'm living since I'm living in Solentuna, I always have like the longest road trip to get somewhere and now it seems that I'm quite close home so it feels good <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm same I was feeling shitty this morning um, and then the, having problems with train apparently was good for me um, because I live right around <laughs> around here so I didn't have far to go um, yeah feels great I'm good check in so I mean we're looking at like different kinds of um, social behaviors, I think they're changing, or they've been changing a lot. I mean, we, we've had our new extension, our phone is there. Like, how do you guys, do you live through your phone, or is like you know exactly where it is? Um, or, or, what do you, yeah. uh, um, um, I've been going through a couple of different stages this year, because uh, starting of the year and until August, I was on parental leave, which meant that... Um, I looked less uh, at my use. I, I used my phone less often during the day uh, than what I did before I had a kid, mm -hmm. because uh, I had to pay attention to my son, and uh, he, he didn't give me many many minutes to look at my phone. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I was used to uh, being a person without a kid, uh, being able to maybe read an entire article for three minutes, or maybe just look look at my phone for longer stretches and use it for stuff that felt. Uh, kind of rewarding, I guess. Um, but then when I was on parental leave and I had to look over him, I, I, he gives you like 30 seconds, 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there. So I had a lot of like, uh, I started like texting back my girlfriend, but we're gonna have to uh, go grocery shopping. And then I couldn't finish it in another two hours. And, and a lot of those kind of like really short bursts of using the phone, uh, which uh, I didn't feel good about. And then 
after August, I started Hyper Island, which meant that I was having to focus. I couldn't look at my phone because then I would uh, wouldn't have time to do all the work I had to do. I had to, I had to like learn how to put my phone away, not use it, not get distracted by it, which meant that uh, I engaged with it uh, less than I did a year ago because I turned off all my notifications uh, and I got myself an armed watch so I don't have to use my phone to, to uh, figure out what time it is and get distracted by all the notifications about different stuff. Mm, I've been considering that yeah. actually because I think uh, even though I don't, I've, t- I've also turned off my notifications because I'm getting like, I only have notifications for messages now um, that are directed to me um, mm. because you do get very distracted and it's like, um, just as my girlfriend was explaining to me, it's like um, somebody, every time you get a vibration, it's like somebody tapping your shoulder. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey man, <laughs> hello, yeah. hello. And getting like, at times, we've been sitting working with Slack and I decided like, I can't sit and work with this one. You get notifications all the time. Yeah. And at times it would be like, if I don't look at my phone, I would get a hundred vibrations in my pocket, practically. And... Somebody nudging you. It's like somebody like constantly like grabbing yeah. you and you, like they're shaking you until you're like, okay, I'll listen to you. But, <laughs> but I think um, what's interesting is like you talk about parental, um, like your kid is only giving you a few seconds to look at your phone. I'm considering how it was before that, before you had this. Um, well, now you didn't have a kid at that time. But how I would imagine like a parent would get on their phone there's because they didn't have messages back then they would sit and talk on their phone meanwhile watching the kid or doing something with kids so you're giving like half you're giving your divided attention to the kid compared to now maybe you have this time to like whenever there's a little space where i do have time to sit and text yeah i'll get that time yeah well uh, to explain that like more further i i didn't want to uh, the problem wasn't that I wanted to look at my phone all day and do like a, a look through Instagram and do mm. nothing with it. Um, the problem was that I had used my phone as a communication tool that, uh, and as a tool in my everyday life before having a kid. Uh, I talked to a lot of people. I was in a lot of conversations uh, mm. constantly uh, with my phone. And uh, uh, that meant uh, like getting a kid, I couldn't be in those conversations. I couldn't like... Uh, my, my girlfriend sort of uh, expected and was used to me texting back within like the, the hour at least, mm-hmm. or like, uh, and now I didn't text back for a longer term, and I started forgetting to text people back. Uh, start, I mean, you start writing something, then you get interrupted, then, then I forgot about it, and it's those kind of it's those kind of like uh, uh, normal stuff that I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like uh, the reading long articles and and just spending uh, wasting time on my phone that that bothered me it's just uh, the way i used to use my phone as uh, being uh, sort of uh, open for communication from outside uh having the internet and other people being able to contact me uh, whenever they felt like it i couldn't really do that anymore and now uh since attack Ryan I have chosen not to be able to be reached like that because I turned the notification off because the same reason you mentioned I can't really concentrate on on, on uh, anything if people I mean keep tapping my shoulder yeah, yeah. but also that um, the expectation like I think it's gradually changed because I would get so much shit from people because I did not message them back within yes. like the minute or the hour or whatever. Um, and I've like told now, like, I'll message you when I message you, 
because I don't always have the time to sit with my phone or I don't want to sit constantly being connected because it is a distraction in many ways. It's, you're applying energy to constantly think about it. Um, I think that's gradually changing, but it's still a very, like, a lot of people are like, come on, why, why aren't you messaging me back? And, like, I always say, if you really need something, give me a goddamn call. <laughs> I know it's old school, but I prefer calling on the phone. And I have a lot of friends who say still that they're they're kind of afraid of phone calls. Yeah. They're not used to phone calls, but it might just be, like, my generation that um, has this um, so used to messaging um, I don't know. How, how do you guys? How, how, I, how, I, how have you experienced it? I feel I, I had um, a thing happening a couple of weeks ago when I was uh, picking up my uh, little sister from her football practice, and I asked her like, uh, "Are your friend coming as well? Are we going to pick up her as well, or how are we doing?" And uh, she was like, "I'm just waiting for a snap." Snap. Okay. How old yeah. is she? Uh, she's born ninety nine, so she's going to first year of uh, Swedish high school, right? So now. she's like sixteen. 16 yes, yeah. sixteen. Um, and and I was like waiting for the snap. Can't you just call her? Yeah. And she was like, she's gonna snap me soon. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then yeah. I started to feel like I have no idea what I'm doing right now. <laughs> So I think there's a lot of those kind of things that the the kind of way that you connect with people are changing, even though it's not only like messaging, it's other other things as well mm. right now. Um, but I'm quite old school on that. Mm. I think I'm the one that the, that doesn't call. I never call. Mm-hmm. I text all the time. I text. Uh, that's my like medium. That That's how I contact people. But mm. I... I don't know. Um, I don't know why I'm afraid of calling people. Do you well, feel? Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I always had a problem with calling people. Not necessarily because yeah. I'm afraid of it, but um, uh, it's a disconnect. I'm not yeah. really getting that I'm talking to a person. It's just a voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I love FaceTime though. I, yeah. I, I, I use FaceTime and I'm sort of building up uh, uh, the confidence to start calling people uh, with FaceTime. I mean, I call my girlfriend obviously with FaceTime, but calling like... Uh, like you and me, Chris, going here, we could we use regular phone calls. Yeah, I would have preferred actually FaceTime because that makes me. Uh, 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 and and I, haven't, I haven't really started calling people that aren't uh, family members on FaceTime yet, but I think I'm building up to doing that because I, I feel way more connected to the conversation. Because I, I noticed like this has this been this has been like this my entire life. I don't really connect the same way in a conversation over phone as I do with a person and, and when but I sit with them. I think that's that's yeah. really natural though. Like I I'm like from now on let's FaceTime yeah. each other because that's I'm the same. Yeah. Um yeah. I prefer I mean if I have to go from I, I would say text is the the least amount of information you get yeah. from somebody. Yeah. Um because there you get the words. Meanwhile when you go in a, a call you'll get also the tone and the pitch of the voice. So you yeah. can see if that person even though they might say the same thing it sounds maybe they're sounding sad or they're sounding happy but once you go over FaceTime you get more information you get both like how they look how their their facial expressions you get all those kind of so like I definitely prefer FaceTime because that that's why I've like I've been gradually trying to get away from texts yeah, um, yeah. because you get more information more inputs from it but I know that a lot of people uh, are really scared of the photo of have to have to show their face and be oh, yeah, FaceTime yeah. like a, yeah. a sort of which is so odd because like you'd show your face anyway, 
Um, sure, if you were at home and you, or you were in the bathroom or whatever, you might not want to FaceTime at the time. Uh, <laughs> if you, like a lot of people, they, yeah, they haven't gotten ready for the day. But if you're out and about... Yeah. Um, but I think that's gradually changing because I see more and more people walking with their phone in front of them. Like they're actually on FaceTime or they're on Skype. Or, um, I think it's the like the selfie syndrome or mm-hmm. what are you going to say? Like when selfies started to <laughs> started to be acceptable and mm-hmm. everyone started doing selfies everywhere. People, it was it was like okay to have do FaceTime calls. It was, I think that a, couple, a year ago it was like quite awkward sometimes when people were like they didn't know it was okay or not to have a FaceTime call on the subway yeah. or stuff. But now it's like more acceptable since it's acceptable to take a selfie yeah. on the subway. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay. And people are like, okay, and now I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Like having this conversation, I'm starting to realize uh, I have like a rank, I think, uh, yeah. of what's like the most important conversation uh, throughout a day. And, and texting for me and, and anything that is like... A text service or social media on my phone is uh, ranked lower. I always like if 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 I'm texting someone and I'm responding to them, and then someone walks in and talks to me, I always put my phone down or I try to because I uh, that always that's always ranked higher, no matter like which person it is. Then I go away and try to get a minute for myself to to uh, finish that text or whatever. Yeah. But it's I mean uh, that's why I don't respond back always. As quickly, and I don't expect people to respond back uh, via text or, or social media because mm-hmm. I expect them to be. If I mean, if you're meeting in a person, that's like the highest rank for more com- mm-hmm. uh, communication for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, FaceTime, I guess, is after that, and mm-hmm. phone calls is somewhere above but texting, I guess, as well. But I think it's got a lot to do for me personally. It's got to do with a lot of respect, like also just about putting your phone down. Yeah. But I think it's becoming more socially acceptable that people can pick up their phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing it also in art, for example. Like uh, there's a lot of artists working with. Um, I just recently saw one where he, he's painted up people who are being sucked into their phone, like they're they're stuck. And yeah. I was just listening to mm-hmm. a, a rapper who was. I, I want to quote, "Bitches be looking at my dick like an iPhone." <laughs> So they're like constantly staring at it. And I think that that, that is... It Which rapper was that? I can't remember who it was. I was, I was just on a random playlist yesterday and I got it by... Uh, and I, it's interesting to see how that is getting integrated. That like it's accepted behavior or in a way. And, or it's criticized behavior as well. But um, and I, I have a problem when I have friends and we're out, we're eating dinner, and suddenly they just, some people can just disappear into their phone, they quit listening. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna throw something at you, or I usually just go like, yeah, and then I went to space, and I fought aliens, and like, you, they don't hear anything, because they're stuck in there. Um, do you guys think it's accepted to sit? I so. don't think, I, it's something that, uh, that I think that you see a lot these days are like, the awkward, uh, moment uh, when people feel that something is awkward or they don't really know what to do or say the automatic response is to take up your phone take it in front of you and start doing ish nothing hmm. it could be like on the subway or anything yeah. if people like oh no you can see that the thing like now I really don't know what to do I just take this out mm. and I look like I'm doing something it's an escape in one way yeah it's mm. like an escape I remember I had problems when I was a kid I'm walking like I thought it was a bit awkward when you're walking down like a long road and there's only one person and you're walking on the same side yeah. <laughs> and this was before the smartphones and 
you know, it's so far between. You see each other really far away, and you don't really want to look at each other. I remember I used to pick up my phone yeah. and pretend I was texting. Yeah, I think that was I was. I talked to a lot of people who did that back then. Yeah. Today you you can get away with it easier because you have Facebook or you have the different apps you can sit in. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, we're so scared of meeting each other in the real life at times. It's uh, it's interesting. I'm thinking to like because um, we're talking a lot about phones, but um, about computers and such. Like, do you think your behavior? Like, how much more do you sit on a computer today? Like to, today, we have a lot about cord cutters. We're we're part of the cord cutters, uh, and we don't sit in front of the TV anymore. We sit in front of it. Uh, we tend to sit in front of the computers, mm-hmm. um, and like socially, um, I still think that I would probably be like, sure. Um, I'm older now. I do have different kinds of social behaviors, but. Um, if I did not have the tools as a computer where I would sit constantly on it, um, I'll be playing games with people, um, I'll be sitting on social medias at times, and how I would interact with people, um, it's not necessarily always on the phone. But do you guys, have you guys felt that you're getting away from your computer nowadays, or do you? I feel that I was sitting a lot more on my computer a couple of years ago mm. when I didn't have the smartphone. Mm. But I would say uh, if you would... Um, compare your smartphone as a computer yeah. I put a lot more time into it right now than yeah. I did before but I remember when when I had the computer and it was like you had your phone or you had your computer when you had MSN mm. and you oh, could sit for MSN. hours and hours and hours on MSN and you're just talking about nothing mm-hmm. like, actually nothing but now it's more like you you have your phone for every kind of interaction everywhere and um, but also on a professional level, that's what I like, both on a professional and a personal level. Well, I think uh, uh, starting Hyper Island, uh, we do a lot of group work. We do, do a lot of like, it's a digital school. We yeah. do a lot of like analog work with pen and, pen and paper and post its uh, when we try to think about problems and, and ideas and such. Uh, and I was surprised by how little I use my, like, how, how little time I've spent this autumn. Mm-hmm. by my laptop doing at least doing stuff by myself mm-hmm. or, or on my phone because we mostly do conversations and and creation i think like we talk to each other and we use whiteboards and that kind of stuff which yeah. i in retrospect feel is is really rewarding uh, my last job i spent all day in front of a stationary computer and i didn't have a laptop at that time i had, I had a mac mini connected uh, to my to my TV, like a big ass monitor, uh, which uh, it's like a computer, but it doesn't doesn't have its own screen, so you have to connect it to a monitor, and uh, that wasn't really user friendly for browsing and such. So I used it to watch TV. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of up and down. Uh, I've been long periods without like having a laptop, uh, which I spend time with. I be in the couch, uh, like either watching TV. Mm-hmm. Or be on my phone talking to people, and 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 I try to keep it that way. I don't want to be sort of. I hate the times when I'm sucked into one of the devices doing yeah. nothing. I want to yeah. like do one thing at a time and do do that uh, wholeheartedly. Sort of. Sure. I were a couple of weeks ago at an event that we uh, over a weekend tried to make sustainable ET solutions for the future, uh, and we. Uh, had a report we were working around um, on one of them and they had doing a report on 
how long the time is from that you get a notification or look down at your phone mm -hmm. until you're completely 100% in the room that you were before you were looking at the phone. Oh. Can you guess how many minutes it takes for your brain to just switch back from a notification or look down at your phone until you're way back in the room? Wow, now you said minutes, so minutes. I was going to get seconds first but yeah. uh, oh no, but I would definitely say like if, I, if I'm if I'm thinking that I'm writing something or I'm focusing on like a thinking about a problem with pen and paper and I get a notification yeah it takes me takes me a long time to get back into that I would go three minutes I guess it's longer I don't want to guess 25 25, 25 minutes so that means brain. you're basically never focusing no because you get I mean yes most people get notifications more often than every every 25 minutes yes so yeah. you never you never right now in 2015 100% in the room wow. that's why I turn my notifications off <laughs> that's why yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I didn't know those numbers but it's basically that's the reason because yeah. I, I I feel empty when I can't like finish one thing I don't know, like, uh, let us have this one conversation or let us have this that's why i like podcasting uh, <laughs> yeah because we weren't sitting on our yeah, phones the whole time. yeah yeah <laughs> well, I, mean, we, 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 i mean we have conversations every day but uh, when we when you do a podcast you yeah. put that structure on you put that like you feel uh you put yourself down in the seat and you uh look at the people you talk to and you, try, and you have a conversation for an hour Mm. That is true. Like, cause yeah. you do, it, it feels more valuable in one way. Yeah. And especially like when you're hanging out with somebody and you don't, when you have forgotten about your phones, that is one of the best feelings I think uh, yeah. for me. Um, uh, I, I was listening to, um, I think it was, her name's Jane McGonagall. Yeah. Oh, Hugo I, just put away his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking at my phone, but I had I had it on on the table. I just put it down now okay. so I can see I'll, it. I'll follow your example. Yeah. <laughs> No, but um, recent studies show that, um, like, the importance of being, or the, like, the way we interact with people as well. Um, they were doing studies on people playing Call of Duty, mm -hmm. and sitting in the same room and sitting in different rooms, how our bodies and brains adapt. For example, if you sat and played Call of Duty, which is a pretty violent game, you're trying to kill each other, you're sitting on two different places, then you have two different kind of like uh, your um, hormones are different and you're like how, how fast your heart is beating and such. But you're sitting in the same room, even though um, you're sitting back to back, you don't see each other. You're both looking at a screen. Your body tries to adapt to the opponent. Um, so you're actually feeling some kind of connectivity, um, which is interesting. Your, your heart rate starts to sinking and like, yeah. I find fascinating to see like yes. and that, that just shows the importance because I think we can communicate a lot digitally um, and it's really amazing but we tend to forget that sometimes you just need to be able to have a conversation with somebody in the real world yeah so even though like we might be going to a digital way like looking at professionally we um, we tend to do like Google Hangouts and like digital meetings but I think uh, for me I've noticed that, that you do learn so much more about, even though you see the people, you hear the people, you know exactly what they're saying. Just sitting in the room, those like unwritten, I don't know, energy sinks or whatever you want to call them, uh, make a difference, um, especially when it comes to meetings. Would you say, man, now we talked about two, two, we talk about podcasting and, and gaming in a sense, mm. and uh, the similarities in those two, in this case, as we described them, mm. is that... Uh, it's sort of a structure that allows you to focus on yeah. one thing. Yeah. Uh, what 
what, what could we call that kind of structure? Like a focus seat? A focus seat. Well, yeah. you know, what I mean? it's it's like the environment, the entire structure, like the the norms around it uh, allows you to focus on one thing and not have have what you have the rest of the day, which is uh, being disturbed, talking to people, not really being able to finish a lot of thoughts, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think maybe that's why gaming is popular, and maybe that's why podcasting is more and more popular. Okay, well, okay. one of the reasons why these things are popular that it it's uh, seldom opportunities that allows you to focus on one thing and be relaxed in that situation, and, maybe, and not have to yeah. move. Like I mean, we're <laughs> all lazy people here. I'll yeah, and that. I had another thought. Like that's maybe uh, also regarding being lazy. That's yeah. one of the strongest reasons why people are still driving cars, even though. Uh, they know it's way better to take your bike and uh, to, or take a walk or use public transport yeah. because still while driving you have to focus and you have to um, I mean you can put on music you can actually listen to a podcast mm. and you're not disturbed necessarily by stuff that will like uh, distract your train of thought because mm. like you can handle traffic with your uh, sort of passive thinking yeah. and uh which leads to another thought. What if we in 10 years have more self-driving cars, which allows you to sit, sit on your phone? Hmm. Will then cars be less popular and people will start using more public transport? Because the reason you're in a car to begin with is maybe to have that, being that focus share. Yeah, maybe. Being that seat where you can focus. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I've never thought about it like that. It is interesting. Um, I don't myself have a driver's license, but because yeah, I do hear a lot of people say they find it so relaxing to drive. Some yeah, people yeah, hate yeah. driving. No, I, ha- I have friends who, yeah. who uh, they take their own car, they drive by themselves to their uh, office, and they do it because those 15 minutes in the morning and like uh, 15 to 50 minutes, depending on traffic and in the afternoon, allows them to be by themselves, uh, finish their thoughts, listen to something, and like. You're, you're able to disconnect. It's like being in a long shower, but there's no one like knocking, like come out and let me have be next <laughs> in the shower. Like you're not, there's no real. You're stuck there. You have to park your car somewhere. You're allowed to, like the, the entire frame of it allows you to be focusing and be be like mm-hmm. be in your head mm-hmm. for a bit. That's the thing. Like today, we due to the fact that we have phones or smartphones in that way. We are constantly connected. Back in the days, we could say, like, okay, now I'm going out for, like, I'm working or whatever. And then you would walk to the phone. But now, because it is on you, mm-hmm. it is this constant tap, uh, digital tap, right? Um, so it's, it's understandable. Yeah. People want more space in one way or to disconnect. So you're trying to find your place to disconnect. That's why I, I like, like, doing sports or going swimming whatever because like especially because like when i do sports or when i go out running i still can have my phone with me yeah. and because i want to listen to music i'm still connected um i, I like but that's, i mean uh, i run as well yeah. and i want to listen to music and i also have like a tracker that uh, yeah. allows me to see how, how long time i spent and mm-hmm. i can compare it to other days i run the same routes mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's really annoying when people call me or i get notifications i think when mm-hmm. i run mm-hmm. but it, do you feel like that <laughs> as well i can feel like that yeah. but I think that something that is super uh, super important is like there are still uh, some places uh, where you don't you don't have any connection at all. For instance, when you run, it's for many people a escape to like mm. just go out and run, listen to music, and just be with yourself yeah. for a couple of minutes. But it feels like every time there's a space like that, 
the the companies and the tech companies sees an opportunity that oh, yeah. there we can be there yeah uh, and uh, a couple of years ago when I was selling uh, cell phones and uh, any kind of media uh, stuff mm. there were a lot of people going in and asking for mp3 players and that was at the time where mp3 players were going down mm-hmm. but we saw like from a day to another that people are more likely to buy mp3 players uh-huh. and we were like what is what is going on why are these people asking for mp3 players and we asked them like why why do you buy your mp3 player it's when I run I don't I don't want to run with my phone because I know that that will sound mm. and that will send me notifications when I'm out there and running. Mm. I just want my music. No, but one one of the fantastic things that I think um even though we have we are connected all the time um is for me what has been very nice is how I I've noticed I'm a very I don't want to say I'm a busy person, but I I do have a lot of stuff that I do, mm-hmm. and I've been neglecting a lot of friends because I have just too much things to do. Um, my uh, schedule is rainbow colored right now. It's really pretty, <laughs> but it's uh, it's a lot of things. <laughs> um, I'm trying to book in things to keep connected with people. Um, it's like I've been trying to avoid um, like having short conversations. I want longer conversations, mm-hmm. and one of the nice things about um, having a phone and being able to go out running, um, even though I like being by myself when I run at times, I also have had uh, conversations while I run. Um, it's one great way. I'm just, just tipping for people who want to start running um, because you often forget that you're running because yeah. you're having a conversation with somebody, preferably somebody you like, but also meetings like that. Um, and, but I've also considered like I should just have phone times. I've really been considering this, like, I'm going to only be available between this and this time. Um, I might look at my phone then. Yeah. Um, if it's an emergency, sure, but I don't want you to be calling me at this time. Uh, because that space is necessary for to declutter one's mind. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe you could... Uh, yeah, I would want something like that as well, but I'm not really sure if I have any time in my school to to actually uh, allow there to be phone time. To phone time, yeah. Yeah. I need an assistant. That's what you need. I always need an assistant. Everyone needs an assistant. assistant. Yeah. <laughs> a digital assistant, I mean. But yeah. I mean, regarding, uh, regarding notifications and apps, notifications yeah. is something I've been, I've been um, annoyed with for years, I think. Uh, because they, they just, I don't like being disturbed, I guess. Yeah. And uh, one of the problems is them with them is that you have to you have to you can control them through settings but you can also control them through the different apps mm. and it's just too many apps uh, and uh, that's another problem I have with like uh, with phones today mm. uh, is that there's t- like th- this this way they're constructed where one app does one thing there's no like central uh, I mean they tried with with the Siri and similar uh, Solutions, but there's uh, you have to go. You have to remember so many different apps. You couldn't do that one thing. There's not really an easy way to uh, get things done on your phone mm. uh, right away. Yeah, you I know th- what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, I do. I do get it. But it's, I think it's about finding the balance between diversity and simplicity. Yeah, um, and also that that there is so many competitors out there trying to design different kind of things. And um, yeah, we tend to forget that we can collaborate, and instead it's just like we buy up an app instead and yeah. make it. 
such but like I'm thinking like to make it simple like a notification wise um I just a few months ago got to try out the Apple Watch mm-hmm. and I noticed that kind of uh, notifications were like they were nicer in a way because it was much more discreet looking at your watch you're not picking up your phone and you couldn't do as much on the Apple Watch you could see the message um and that worked so much better for like out of a, sure you got distracted there's something buzzing on your arm um but once you have to reach into your pockets you have to take it out um then the the probability of me getting distracted going into a billion different apps was much larger um and i think it's exciting to see how the future in the way we interact with a device as well if you think about it like if we're more and more people are going over to smartwatches um how do we we're starting to talk into the watch instead like just how we move our arms yeah. if we're like if you're going to um end a call maybe you move your arm downwards so it'll be funny to see maybe in the next few years people are just waving their arms around instead yeah. compared to having this like uh, like we're seeing neck problems uh, as more and more uh, yeah. usual because of the phone um this way we're sitting like ergonomically um the phone isn't the best thing if you're going to be facetiming it's pretty tiring having your arm out while yeah, constantly walking like with your arm um somewhere along the line like are are we going to create like attachable selfie sticks that we like <laughs> sit and put on our head or whatever <laughs> yeah of course like the glasses unicorn, are coming yeah, out yeah you yeah. <laughs> unicorn sticks yeah, yeah. you have a unicorn with <laughs> but i was like how many times are people going to hit each other like i'm just looking forward to that time when people start waving their arms maybe you can tap into other people's like a uh, uh, phone so you take a selfie by hacking uh, i'm sitting in, like in front of you guys i just pick like which frame do i like the best <laughs> and take a selfie from your eyes from your perspective yeah yeah and then of course we're looking at all the different kinds of glasses and such yeah. like that and but i think it's still going to i mean more and more is it just we're just moving with our eyes suddenly we're going to go out with out using our um arms or legs or like this physical space is changing a lot. Yeah. Um, and and then how we walk. I think all the companies are seeing the the possibilities in that it will be future uh components uh, yeah. included. But I think that all the, the like apps and the big big companies right now they're trying to um to develop services with included voice messages. So mm. for instance like Facebook has now included calls in their app in their message. It's pretty good actually. I'm it's saying. very good. Yeah. Very good. I've yeah. used it a lot. And yeah. um there's a lot of companies like WhatsApp have included in as well. Yeah, yeah. Same owner mm. though, but mm. <laughs> uh, many of the companies are trying to include that I think to to like give the opportunities to talk to people through their apps. Mm. Like if you have an app in watch, you can talk from them. Mm. Uh, but what do you think that many of those big companies are having all the all the uh what do you say all the conversations in the world available for them what do you think about that oh the oh that is a whole episode yeah, to go into yeah that's a whole episode we yeah. talked about it uh, for starting this episode that's um Um, we, we, we had an industry leader called Rasmus Nutson, and he yeah. talked about uh, a bit about like what the, the power Facebook has to. Um, they have a billion people connected. Like, yeah. are we? We're kind of assuming that they're that they're nice people. Uh, <laughs> no, but the other way around, almost that it's dangerous how much power they have. But maybe, maybe they're trying to. Maybe they can do amazingly good stuff. It's. I mean, yeah. uh, the problem is that we don't know who or if anyone decides. 
like all that data companies have it, uh, like having us we don't know if they even can control it because um, but I think that's like if you're looking at a, yeah. a, a behavioral perspective I think it, it, today it's creating a big fear um, just looking at I, I was just walking around here looking at the students and all their laptops um, I don't know if you guys do this but a lot of people are putting like post-its or something covering their web camera yeah. um, out of fear that somebody else is watching them um, like but for me I'm just thinking like the amount of uh, like I don't know who wants to be watching me constantly um, I'm one of those few billion people on there and, and yeah maybe I'll jerk <laughs> off in front of the <laughs> web camera and somebody wants to watch it sure fine if they're happy with it then I'm good yeah it's a bit creepy but still it's like out of those billions of people me why, me? why me <laughs> yeah why me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel I know, like I'm uh, beautiful but <laughs> I kind of feel like uh, it's uh, can, can you like can you control if you're going to use the device can you control at all, not being like, uh, f- f- like if if companies or people actually use your data for bad, uh, can you even do? We, do we even have the possibility to, to sort of reduce that mm-hmm. by like putting up post-its in front of the camera or like uh, using? Uh, I use Safari instead of Chrome, but I, I don't know. I think if there were someone who wanted to do something bad with my data, they could probably find uh, my browser history from Safari just as easily as Google could mm-hmm. from from Chrome, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't put anything uh, on my computer to cover the camera because I kind of don't. I it's like I'm I'm all I'm already participating. Yeah. Like I'm just waiting for when people are putting like plugs on their phones since like now you know this big thing happened last year that uh, Facebook in their message service has access to your uh, microphone uh, mm. at any time it's on your phone so. So hello Facebook. Hello okay. Facebook. Listening into our podcast. Yes. But yeah, like uh, but it's, it's it's as you say. Like, what are what are they going to do with it? Can they even handle all the traffic in the world? Like, how how would they use it? I want to see those server rooms. Yeah, I want to see those server rooms. A lot of data. And it's it, it, do who owns Viber? Viber is it? Not sure who does. I'm not sure. I feel like we're going to have like a lot of a lot of episodes on data because yeah. it's something we're going to have to. Um, Dig deeper in. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to digging deeper in, into it, really. But I mean, what you talked about before, Chris, with uh, uh, the way uh, the, the Apple Watch compared to, to the phone, like how that how that helps you in, in your in your everyday life, because it's uh, the notification wasn't as they were nicer in a yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and the way I'm also connected to what I talked about, that apps are sort of annoying because there's too many of them. Mm. Uh, so it feels like we and the, like we as individuals in the entire world are starting to look at uh, these devices as something that's gonna. I mean, we require them to help us in a better way mm. now. Like the shift has gone entirely from sort of appreciating the tech to sort of asking more of it. Like we require. More qualitative. Uh, the devices, stuff, yeah. the wearables to uh, help us in a better way, like as a whole. Mm-hmm. I, we don't care anymore about the different, um, at least I don't care anymore about like how amazing an app is if it's not working uh, mm-hmm. uh, completely together with the rest of, of, of the experience. Yeah. But it's an everyday thing now. Um, I think that's like, we're so used to it. Um, like just looking at health apps, how much they're working with us and like how we're keeping track of our. Are logging our things or we're checking out who are like I think that's what's interesting like uh, both competition wise 
Mm-hmm. Uh, are we comparing ourselves more to the data um, or are we comparing ourselves more to other people? Like, for example, like I would have running apps and um, when I was more into running, I'd look at, okay, this person's been running this much this month. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat that person. Yeah. It kind of drives you um, or that you're... you're, you're yeah. Um, yeah, I remember a couple of months ago when I was running a lot and I have a friend of mine, we always competed. And there was once that I went out and we we're going to run, I was going to run 10 to 12 kilometers to mm. beat him this week. And it was <laughs> like, I need to do this today. And then I went out and like, oh, I have no battery. Now I will not run. And then I went back again. So, so we're the, you're the yeah, charging yeah. my phone. And then I went out again and running because yeah. I wanted to beat him. But that's yeah. like a that's like a sick behavior. In yeah, that like happened to me as well. But I, <laughs> I had batteries, but uh, somehow it didn't start. Uh, like a, I press start, like yeah. so record so my run. Dependent and, on that. Yeah, <laughs> and I was gonna like I was gonna run my uh, run my longest run ever. Uh, so I press start and have like a new route. And after like three kilometers, I, I figured out that it's it's not recording my run. So I just walked home. Yeah, but the, the, uh, something that's quite fun though is that both you and me think that running is an escape. Hmm. It is an escape, but for me, it's also about um, uh, discipline. Like, how do yeah. I actually like if I have a predecided route and I time it, and uh, that means if I if I put that route in my phone and I go out running again, uh, if I sort of take a shortcut or or f- go back home, then I sort of destroyed that history of that route. Because uh, it would look like I did my best time ever when I actually just went home before even finishing it. But so it's, it's about, it puts a bit of discipline to, makes me finish the runs. But are you guys appreciating like running as a whole more now that you have a phone that yeah. logs your, your data compared to before? Like, because I kept times I was just like, I don't care anymore about the data. Uh, on my phone, I just want to go out running because it's like it's nice to get out. I heard, yeah, I heard a lot of people talk about like they they went through that transition mm. uh, and they, then they stopped recording their runs. But I'm still really enjoy uh, knowing like I, I last year I ran once every calendar week uh, for a year and I've never done that before mm. and and I, I knew that because I. I looked in my phone and I recorded all the runs like before I didn't like make a mark on my calendar when I ran mm-hmm. um, and that really helps me to motivate me like I mm-hmm. oh it's Sunday I have to run because otherwise it's going to be like uh, uh, the streak is going to end with 50 weeks instead of 52 mm-hmm. uh, so that that discipline it still puts a ship on my shoulder and mm-hmm. helps me uh, feel better about it helps me actually do it mm-hmm. and then I feel good about it I, I used to use the getting away from the competition. I would use the Zombies Run. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Yeah, it's a it's a storytelling game which incorporates your GPS. So you're listening to a story, um, and you're in a zombie apocalypse. And at times, zombies would be coming closer to you, so you would actually have to run faster. <laughs> um, and that was stressful. I would say that like I would run so fast. I would. It was too much sometimes. So. Um, uh, and that is interesting that those kind of things can be integrated into your exercise regimes yeah. now. Um, suddenly, we're not just in, we're not just out running. Now we're in an actual story. You're in, yeah. I have a friend who used one of the apps that had uh, Lance Armstrong before he, that was before he admitted to have uh, 
to ha- taking enhanced drugs for his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Lance Armstrong had a recording, like a showing him, um, like, you just broke your new record. Yeah. This is Lance Armstrong, blah, blah. Yeah. And he felt amazing hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny in the, in the Nike app where you have, like, you have both the shearing and you have the, uh, your power song. When it's getting closer and closer, you have your but the power shearing, song. Have you ever gotten a shear from? Because that's like where you can get a cheer from somebody on Facebook, right? Somebody can like no, but you cheer can, you uh, on. You can get like uh, celebrity people sharing on you. Well. Uh, but I, I never really connected to it. It's like Ellie Golding sharing on you after one kilometer, and you're like, why are you even here? <laughs> why are you here? Yeah, right for me now? Also, like, I'm, I'm, I might listen to a podcast or an album or something, and and I feel good about that. Finally having time to actually focus on it and then someone interrupts me to talk about my running like I just, <laughs> I just reached a point where I forgot I was running and yeah. now, <laughs> now, now you I, I enjoy I've been using one where um, they have different voices they have both a drill sergeant um, a cheerleader um, a kung fu master or a hippie the hippie <laughs> is probably the best thing ever it's like alright man you're gonna be doing push-ups now <laughs> and it's like yeah I, I enjoy that at times, but I find interesting if you can start when you start cheering on people you know you're being yes, able to see yes. um, that person running and you're able to say like go um, because you never do it in real life like okay you can do I, it you can do it on night run but I yeah. I feel I would have I would feel but I would like to have like constructive. Uh, sharing and like because always when you have those apps it's like oh you done great and you're like no it was like the worst ever yeah. <laughs> like I would like need to hear that <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it, it would be so nice to like after run like today you were shitty hmm. were you out drinking last night mm. or like yeah, yeah. <laughs> something because, because I think it's it's interesting to see how the behaviors of um because we have the internet in that way and like just look at the trolls how many trolls and the amount of internet hates yeah. but there's a lot of as well internet love in one way yeah we're aiming to connect to people um sitting on tumblr having a bunch of anxiety being able to write that out and people just liking it thinking like cheering them on and um i find that fascinating as well that we we, we can suddenly help a stranger yeah. And we start listening to strangers. Um, we, we're more prone to, um, like when we look at reviews, even though we've never talked to that person, um, that review means more than like the, what the company is saying or whatever. Yeah. There's a million reviews on this product and you, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get it because everybody else likes it. Yeah. So what's your, for checking out, what's your takeaway from this conversation? I'll go ahead. I'll say, I still think I have to figure out a way of disconnecting and having phone times. I'm I'm still looking into that. Where can I go? That's what I need to check out. I'm actually going to put an effort in and figure out how to design the perfect uh, do not serve me mode on my phone and see if it's possible. Mm. Check out. I check out with, I think... From this talk, I realized there's there's even more data out there to collect than I thought before. That's everywhere. Check out. So if you guys want to continue having this conversation with us, uh, specifically, um, my name is at Lindley on Twitter. We've also got a HyperTalks Twitter account up and running now. Um, it's at TalksHyper. Might change a bit, we'll see. 
Um, but that's the thing at the moment. And Hugo, we can reach you at... Usmain Hugo. On Twitter as well? Yes. And Carl is staying away from Twitter. Oh, Twitter free. Twitter, Twitter free. free. Um, You're just going to have to sit with him when he's driving or when he's running or... Yeah. Disturb his... Disturb his space. No, uh, I think that the most active social media account I have is my Instagram. So Carl Lager. Yes. All right. So check it out. Thanks. Check it out. Thank you. Hypertalks. 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 Hypertalks.